to share a story with you guys for about a half an hour. Ninataka kushiriki na wewe bari ya kwamba niko na nusu sali. Do you all know the story of Jonah? Ajua habari ya Yona. They got me thinking we were talking. <laughs> I have a story of Jonah that's written in my body. So the Lord told Jonah to go and preach to a wicked city called Nineveh. Why was, it, why was it a wicked city? They were the, the capital city of the, of the country that had destroyed Israel. They slaughtered people from all around them. They, they murdered. Yeah, right. They murdered many, many people, many, many, many cities. And they, just, they, they were the sworn enemy of Israel at the time. They were called the Assyrians. And the Lord said to Jonah, Go preach to the city of Jonah. And Jonah, what did he do? He ran away. I did, I did a similar thing in my life. Jonah ran because he knew that the Lord would be gracious to the Assyrians and he wanted to save those people. And Jonah hated them so much he, he disobeyed God because Jonah he didn't want God's Jonah. grace. He didn't want those guys to go to heaven too. So he ran away. And we know what happened to him. So I'll tell you what I did. I was a missionary and living in South Africa in 1988. I was, I was ministering in a place not too different from here. A city called Soweto. And I was there for quite a while and when I had to come back to the United States. I had to come back because of some very difficult reasons. My home church, which was a very large church in California, had taken an offering to support my ministry. Big offering came in. And they never sent the money to us. In fact, they told their church. They got up in front of three, four thousand people. And they said, oh, we sent the money and they're so blessed and thank you for your generosity. 
ya kwamba tunatuma pesa na ni asante sana kwa ajili ya ukarimu wenu so my money ran out pesa sikatoka and i came back very angry na nikatoka nikiwa niko na uchungu because i knew what had happened kwa sababu nilijua kile kilichotendeka so when i came back i met i met with the head pastor ya kwamba nilipokuja kwa yule mchungaji and i was intending to just tell him the good things that had happened nilikuwa nataka kuambia mambo mazuri ambayo yalikuwa karibu kutendeka but he was very harsh to me lakini alikuwa mkali sana kwangu i didn't understand why sikujua kwa nini ukali wake the reasons aren't really they weren't they don't really matter to my story the reasons are they are important they don't matter the reasons sababu ambazo asikukua na maana yoyote but when i left his office when i left that church that day i was mad at god nilipoacha ofisi nilipoacha hiyo kanisa nilikuwa naambia mungu and i went back to my old job nikarudi kwa kazi yangu ya kitambo because when i came back to the US i was planning to go to bible school niliporudi kule amalikani nikaingia katika shule ya biblia and when all this happened i ended up getting upset and i went back to work kile kilichotokea nikawa sihudhurii na nikarudi tena i had to pay up a lot of bills nipae zile bili zangu that's the justification i gave myself hiyo ndio kule kujipeana nilipea maisha yangu so I, I, I did a Jonah. Nilifanya kama Yona. And I took my old job back and they shipped me to Oregon, which is another state, a thousand miles away. So I, I moved a thousand miles north. Kwa maili kama elfu moja kutoka mali nilipokuwa. And I knew I was running from God. I knew. Na nilielewa ninamkimbia Bwana. I knew I was supposed to go back to seminary. Yuanilikuwa na sukuma kurudi tena kuwa mmisionari. God has something to say about that. Mungu alikuwa na kitu cha kusema kuhusu hayo. Because when the Lord has his hand on your life. Mungu akona mambo mwabaka kwa ajili ya maisha yako. And you said yes. Unasema ndio. You don't get to say no without a cost. Unajua kusema hapana ina ile gharama yake. Because the Lord is jealous for each of us. Kwa sababu Mungu binafsi kupitia Yona. So what I did, kile, I, kile nilichotenda. I picked a church that didn't know me. I started going to a church that didn't know me. Nilichukua kanisa ambao hawanielewi, hawanijui. They didn't know my gifts, my calling. Hawakujua mwito wangu. And I, I, that's what I wanted. Na hicho ndicho nilikuwa nataka mimi. I was hiding. Nilikuwa najivicha tu. I even started going golfing on Sundays. Oh my god. La kwenda siku za Jumapili. One day, siku moja, I got home on a Sunday afternoon. Nikaja nyumbani Jumapili jioni. And my foot was hurting me. Wewe alikuwa ananiambia. Miguu yangu ilikuwa inauma. Yeah, my big toe. Eh katika vidole vyangu. I took my shoe off that night. And I looked at my toe. Nikaangalia miguu yangu. And the nail, the nail. Na kucha had a swollen to about this height. 
ilikuwa imefula kwa kiwango hiki ilikuwa imetengana na, na, na kidole cha mimbo yangu ilikuwa imeadhirika nilipokata ile kucha ya kwamba ule uzao katoka siku siku pinga kelele but i knew i was in big trouble nilijua niko katika shida kubwa sio kwa sababu ya mguu wangu so i went to the doctor nienda baadaye so you have a really you have a staph infection staph infection nilienda kwa daktari kuniambia akaniambia kwamba niko na infection we need to give you antibiotics So I started taking the medicine. So nilianza kuchukua madawa. And I decided to go back to the church that knew me. Nikaamua kurejea kwenye kanisa walilonijua, but not the same church. Asio kwa lile kanisa la awali, but the same denomination. Lakini ni ushirika ule mmoja. The medicine wasn't working. Madawa hayakuwa yanasaidia. My foot was in so much pain I couldn't wear a shoe. Nguli endelea kuwa na uchungu sikuendelea kusinga tembea vizuri. In my job I had a suit like this. Na kwa kazi yangu nilikuwa na suti kama hii. And I had to wear an open sandal on my right. Na nilikuwa navaa champani kwenye mguu. No, actually my left foot, sorry. Na mguu mwingine nimevaa kiatu. My left foot. Yeah, my left foot. Mguu wa kushoto nimevaa kiatu. I need to take my shoe off. I don't remember. Anyway, uh I still hadn't done what I knew the Lord told me to do. So I was still disobeying the Lord. So I went to church for about a month. And I was talking to somebody at the church. I said, "Oh, they planted the same church in your city." So I grabbed a friend and we went the next Wednesday night. We got to it was in a house. When I got there late. And because of how I was still behaving and feeling, I, I wore a shoe even though it really hurt. I didn't want to tell my story. So I, I sat down, they were worshiping. Long time. The end of the worship service, I looked up and I realized I knew the pastor and the, his wife who was leading the worship. Uh, this is very interesting. Suddenly a, a, a man steps stands up in the in the in the house. And he's a prophet. And he says he says there's somebody here. I see this man swimming through the ocean. He's a scuba diver. 
Na ni mtu ambaye ni wakuzama msamiaji. I'm a scuba diver. Right? Oh, yeye yeah, mwenyewe ni mtu wakuzama, ni mtu wakuzama. And I'm thinking to myself, uh-oh. Na nikasema haya ni mimi, nikapatikana. He said, I suddenly see a sea anemone which is an animal that eats fish. Niliona kwenye akiogelea kuna yule mnyama mla samaki. And it grabs this man by the right big toe. Anakamata huyu jamaa kwenye kidole chake gumba. He didn't know me. He said, "Hear the word of the Lord to you." You're walking in rebellion. Take an axe to the root of your sin. Or worse things will start happening to you. I stood up. <laughs> I took out my shoe. I said, I'm the man. <laughs> and I told them my story. And then I told them that I knew what I needed to do next. I knew repentance had to go to to the to I had to repent to the point of doing what God told me to do. Nilielewa ya kwamba nilifanye tupu kwa kiasi cha kwamba nilifanye kile Mungu alinitia kufanya. So I told them I would contact Kafanya nikamwambia hoja ba tukawa na mawasiliano my seminary to finish my program. Ili niweze kuendelea katika mafundisho ya Biblia kuendeleza hatamu yangu. Keep in mind, remember. Weka kwenye akili zako na ukumbuke. I have been taking medicine for three months. Nimekuwa nikitumia madawa kwa miezi mitatu. The infection was still raging. Lakini kule kuathirika kulikuwa kunaendelea kuharibika. Serious pain. Machungu makubwa. Sorry. The next week I took a plane and flew back down to California. Juma lilofuata niliabiri ndege nikarejea California. Got the application, made sure I could come back. Nikapata stakabadhi nikajua kwamba naweza rejea. And came back to Oregon again. And I, I, I knew what I had to do. I knew what God was saying to me. The thing that I dreaded the most was having to walk up to my boss and tell her uh, I have to follow the Lord again. And I knew I had to apologize. But I, I was going to do that. So I fell out the application. I walked into my boss's office. And I told her the whole story. Hadithi yangu yote. She wasn't a believer. Hakuwai amini mabaya. She listened to my whole story with her mouth open. Alisikiza hadithi yangu na kinywa wazi. And she said, "You have to follow God." Akaniuliza, "Yaani lazima tu mfuate Bwana?" I mean, you know the guy can use anybody to speak his his truth to you. Unajua kwamba Mungu anaweza tumia mtu yote kuzungumza kweli kwako? I said, I have, an I have the application with me. I'm going to mail it today. So I told all my friends at work. 
Nikaambia marafiki zangu kazini they, they were very big nursery it was 300 acres so they had their own mailbox. So I walked out to the mailbox. I opened it. I took my, the application to the seminary. And I let go. And the power of God hit my body. My toe was instantly healed. So when I closed up my life, I even knew one's on my shampoo. Yeah. And went went back down and finished my program. So the Lord taught me a very important lesson. He's only faithful to He's not only faithful to us because he loves us. He's also faithful to the promise that he's put on each of you. And he won't let go of either. But I can tell you most assuredly. It's better to obey than to have to repent. Amen, that's the story. <laughs> yeah, so I, I ended up going back to seminary. Uh, I I found I the Lord brought my wife, but back in my life I married her. I, I, she wasn't my wife at the time, she brought this woman back into my life that I was still in love with. Yeah, we got married. And I finished seminary. And I thought that I would go right into the mission field. In fact, a what's the word I'm looking for? No, I think a director, not the director, a director. Just a a, a captain, not a general. Yeah, invited me and my wife to move to South Africa at the time. And to run their evangelistic missions base. And I thought, yes, that's what I'm going to do. And my wife said, hell no. I was shocked. I was I was actually a little upset. So this is you knew what we call in my life, we both agreed we were gonna serve the Lord together. And she said, I I don't want to do that. That if they're not paying they're not paying us a, to enough money to do that. And I want to go move somewhere else and do and live somewhere else. That was a dilemma. I, I love my wife and I, we have to stay together. So we wrestled with that. One day we went and saw our pastor. 
And I, I told him the story, and how, you know, I thought, I thought for sure he would side with me. Because the work is so awesome, we have to go back. And he said something different. He said to me, The word of your wife is the word of the Lord. Your time isn't yet. He'll come and get you when he's ready. In the meantime, you're going to have a family. You'll have two. And he said, no, you're going to have three kids. Which is what happened. And I waited. Yeah. So that is, that's that story there. So I can say it for sure that the Lord keeps that promise. Every promise he makes to you, he's going to keep. Now, is it may be a, a quick reward. Or the promise may take 40 years. But as the Lord said, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. I think what the Lord was waiting to show me this is something my daughter asked me this week. And this is what I told her. Is you have to get to a place in your ministry, in your, your, your discipleship, your walk with Jesus. To go to the next level. To where you can, you can, you can say without any doubt in your heart that it's all about Jesus. Until you get to that point, God can use you mightily. But there will be pride in, the, pride in your life that God wants to deal with. But by but I'm very grateful to God's faithfulness and His love that He gives Amen. So I think I'm going to resume for now. The uh, the next thing I wanted to teach about. I'm going to have to wear these again. <laughs> so I want I want to talk about discipleship. Each one of us is a disciple of Jesus. We're not just a believer. A disciple is really much more. In the first century, the first, the early church, we were called disciples. It wasn't until 40 years after Jesus 
ilikuwa mpaka baada ya miaka 40 wakati Kristo alikuwa amepaa mbinguni hapo ndipo tulianza kuitwa wakristo the reason why i think it's important to talk about discipleship sababu ambayo inafanya nione umuhimu wa kuzungumzia kuhusu wanafunzi I guess we're going to teach this tomorrow. So you're going to get to hear from Jacqueline now. You know, sometimes we can train a man of God so much. And I know he has really been touching lives here. Moja <laughs> Be 